for Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. I want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Well, I am so excited to welcome all our listening friends today because I have a really special guest. Lori Baruff, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for this opportunity. Well, I'm going to take just two minutes and and whiz over your bio just real quick so people will get a feel for how blessed we are to have you on the show. Now, you're going to share your story, and I think I, I, I want to come back to that in just a minute because I am really tender on this subject myself. So, But first, I just want people to know this is a very successful woman that you're listening to today, Lori Bereth likes to say that she connects with women who are tired of being squelched by fear and who are ready to soar to their full potential. And she does so from a heart of experience, which is one of the things I love about Lori. She's not pretentious in spite of all her credits. Now, she is a author, an author, coach, small business owner, a speaker, public speaker, very popular public speaker, and she's a small, I said small business owner. She is the co-owner of Christian Communica- Communicators, and we call it CCC because I just, I just have to, I'm going to just stick in, this is kind of like bragging, but I'm going to say it anyway. I just finished, I'm a class of 2018 graduate of the Christian Communicators Conference, and that's where Lori and I got to be friends. So I feel doubly blessed by you, Lori. I want to just add one more thing, if you don't mind. She's also the author of Hope in the Ruins, and that's a workbook that will transform hurt to hope. So I, I know I didn't cover everything, and don't let me forget to tell people where they can find you on your website, which is Lori at LoriBaruff.com, B-O-R-U-F-F, is L-O-R-I. But anyway, we'll we'll, re, we'll repeat that in a few minutes, but I don't want to take up too much more time, Lori, because... I'm so excited for you to share your story today. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you, and I'm excited to share it as well. And I was just so thrilled to meet you at CCC, and uh, it's always been a mountaintop experience, isn't it? Um, I could not believe how great your training was, <laughs> really. I'm oh, kind of you. jaded because I, I really seek out good training, and I've had the opportunity to have uh, quite a 
bit of great education over the years. I'm a lifelong learner, and so I'm a little jaded, but that material you put together, we're going to do a whole show on just Christian communicators because I love what y'all are doing, and I loved what you did about finding your personal vision and, well, yeah, your purpose statement. Purpose statement. Yes. That's some of the best material I've seen on that, and I do that all the time with nonprofits in our region. So. I really saw the value of what you presented and that didn't even, that's just the tip of the iceberg, but that was my, my own favorite part. But we'll, I'm going to invite you and I want to get Tammy and Sherry on here too together. Cause that'll just be crazy fun. <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? Uh-huh, yeah. Getting all the Christian communicator ladies that own the business together and hear all y'all's different perspective. I, I don't know. We'll, Can we we'll have more time than an hour? That. Yeah, yeah, it might take. I think I think it'd take more than that with the four of y'all. I mean, the three, the four of us. Well, okay. So I I want you to know you're an answer to prayer. I, I said the in many ways, of course, but in this particular thing, since we started the show, I've been praying the Lord would give me the right woman who would understand what it's like to have a child go to prison, and and the reason I'm praying about that is I have so many friends who've experienced that and and I'm just really tender about it because these are kids I know that I love and now they're in jail and their mothers are heartbroken and I I couldn't even ask my good friends to do that with me because they're not yet at the place that you're at. You've gone through it and you've come out on the other side and you have victory and and I think your story is going to encourage a lot of people I know. I hope it does. Uh, we have just walked through the valley. Um, I call it a personal 9-11, you know, that moment yes. when your world crashes. And when I saw my son arrested from our home, my world crashed. And uh-huh. uh, I'll lead, I'll, I want to give you some backstory to that, up to that point, because that moment when they took him from our home in handcuffs, uh, it was it was just life-changing. God just it took me a whole different direction and it was, it was a good direction even in that painful place. So I do want to um, get there with that, but I'm, I'm like you, Kathy, where you know, these kids and I knew my son and he was fun. He was funny. He cared about people. And I'm sure that the, the kids that you can think of, are good kids and they've had they're, a good heart. So. They're great kids and their families are great. I'm like scratching my head going, how does this happen? I know, I know. I, I think I said that too. How does this happen? But I'll tell you, um, this, and this may really help your listeners because I discovered this later on, but it was really um, a pivotal point. Uh, so Rusty, just growing up, was just, you know, a good, fun kid. When he was um, little, I asked the Lord, um, I'm a big prayer warrior, and I asked the Lord, I said, what's the call in his life? So I just kind mm-hmm. of helped get him steered in that direction. And, and I felt like the Lord spoke to me, the Holy Spirit said, he's a godly leader. Wow. And I saw, as he grew and got older, I saw leadership um, qualities come out of him, and it was just so natural for him to be the leader on the ball team or Whatever he was doing, his his coaches called him the heart of the team, and oh. he was the one he was the one that always went for the underdog and lifted him up and cheered him on. And so the the so that the difficult thing was to see him uh, become the underdog, and he did that kind of starting in eighth grade, where 
you know, that's a hard time anyway for kids. But in eighth grade, he, he lost two friends. One was a baseball buddy. He was, Evan was the pitcher on the team. Rusty was the catcher, and they were a good, oh, wow. a good team. And Evan mm-hmm. was killed in an accident um, oh, in no. eighth grade. Devastating. Well, oh, no. you know, I prayed with Rusty. I talked with Rusty. We cried together through that oh. whole process. But there was still, I know now, I didn't know then, but there was still a part of him that was hurting, that was mm-hmm. grieving, maybe oh. angry at God, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. that's my guess. And then he lost another friend that was real close to him, an older gentleman that taught him how to ride horses. And so he, he so really, I think, I'm convinced that grief was a real pivotal point for him. And I say that because jumping forward years later into his ministry, and I'll talk about that later, but I was talking to the men in his ministry, which is a home for people coming out of prison, and I was talking to the men, and I said, hey, guys, you know, when was the first time you started going the wrong direction? And each one of them said, when I lost my dad, when my mom died, when mom and dad got divorced, when my grandma passed away, grief was the common thread. And every wow. story. Wow, so that, that is aha. so important. Yeah, it was a ha moment for me thinking back to Rusty's eighth grade year when everything started to kind of fall apart that um, he experienced that grief in his life for the first time. So uh, that was just, so I would say to anyone listening, Look at that. You know, think back the first time your child started making the bad choices they did. And was there any grief involved in that? Because that could be the root of it. Wow. That That is just so good to know. A big discovery for me. And uh, also in eighth grade, I was part of a, I prayed with other moms and we prayed for our schools. It was actually a, it's called Moms in Prayer. They're active Mm -hmm. today, but we um, prayed for our nation, for our schools, for our cities, for our homes. And I was the coordinator of that, getting prayer started in every single school in our county. So I expected spiritual battles along the way. Little did I know how hard it was going to get in eighth grade. And Rusty started making some bad decisions. And, uh, and yet the spirit, other side of that was uh, he... He just—he was getting detentions for silly things, like catching a fly. They gave him a detention the first day of school. Uh huh. I mean, just bizarre. It was so bizarre. <clears throat> okay, so I knew it's a spiritual battle. We have—we're going to have about two minutes, and we're on—we're on to a very uh, tricky subject. This whole idea of spiritual battle and praying for your kids and Lori. We may have to do more than one extra show together because that that could be a show of it in its own, and I would love that as a topic with you especially. So as we go into the break, I just I want to say when we come back, I want to hear more because I really want people to understand like how that felt when you went through the process in the legal system too. So we'll come back and talk about that in the, some more. I want to be sure I repeat your website. If you want to know more from Lori, you can email her. Well, her website is Lori, L-O-R-I, Baruff, B-O-R-U-F-F dot com. And she's a life coach, too. So 
and this is not the only story I could have asked her on the show to, to share. So she has a lot of depth with what she can really address because she's lived through it. So don't forget that's L-O-R-I-B-O-R-U-F-F dot com. I want to thank Home Instead, too, for being our sponsor today. We're so happy with their partnership. They're just so good to us. And then I also want to remind you, you can go to KathyCraffy.com, K-R-A-F-V-E, F is in Frank, V is in Victor, E is in Edward, to get all the stuff that we're sharing. We'll be right back, so stay with us. More adventures ahead. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. a dynamic woman? Sandra Beck and Linda Crater host Dynamic Women Talk Radio, bringing lively weekly shows in a roundtable format with influential guests from around the globe. This amazing tribe of diverse and accomplished women share their candid views on topics such as reputation, handling rejection, loyalty, what is sexy, overthinking, blended families, and much more. Discussions are joyful, with freedom to address topics from various perspectives with candor, respect, and no judgment. These are the conversations you wish you could have with all your family and friends. Dynamic women have lived their lives boldly, with unexpected and sometimes undesired turns in the road of life. Yet detours and bumps bring opportunity, personal growth, more authenticity, and a fresh outlook. Join our welcoming tribe of dynamic women each Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, also on iTunes, and more information at dynamicwomentalkradio.com. Celebrating vibrant, charismatic women everywhere. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles. Entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. We are talking with Lori Baruff, and she is a new friend for me and an answer to prayer. I've been asking God to give me somebody 
who was on the other side of this painful process of having your kids go to jail. And when I met Lori, there were so many things she could have talked about and talked so sweetly about in her life. She just is so vulnerable and willing to share her stories. But when I heard this one, I said, oh, that's the one I really want you to come on and share. So, Lori, I know you're a woman of deep faith. So tell me a little bit about the process, and and especially if somebody has just found out their son or daughter is doing drugs or being arrested for something, how does that, what happens after that? It's uh, it's tough. Uh, I'm so thankful that I had um, the Lord, so thankful that I had prayer to to count on. And uh, he he, he just took my hand and walked me through it. We, Rusty was making bad decisions. We were talking about eighth grade through high school, barely graduated high school. Uh, he ended up getting involved in drugs and was arrested at our home. Uh, I guess just prior to that, we had to do some tough love. We had to, I, I saw him uh, hiding some drugs outside of our home and some rocks mm. or something like that. And, and mm. we, my husband and I didn't feel safe anymore. And we had mm. to do the horrible that unthinkable thing we never imagined telling our son he had to leave and that we were locking the doors and mm. he was not welcome to come to our home until he was making better decisions. We mm. always loved him. We were there to help him. But so he took off. We didn't hear from him, didn't see him or anything. And, and um, a few weeks later, he ended up committing a burglary. Mm. So he was arrested for that. And he was getting off on that with some probation kind of thing. So he was really trying to straighten up, came home, and he, uh, him and his girlfriend got pregnant, only she was underage. Mm. So he had two class X felonies against him, $200,000 bond, and they came mm. to our home one morning to take him away, arrest him, looking at 14 years of prison. Well, that makes a parent feel pretty hopeless. Uh, I know, just want to, I want to throw this in here. devastating. I know you well enough to know you were not a casual parent. You were engaged, and you cared about your son. I know that about you. I just want to throw that out there because I think it's so easy for people to get judgy about this stuff. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's just a hard situation. And I've known really great families that surprised me when their sons had this problem, and they were great parents. There was nothing wrong with their parenting, nothing I would have done differently. So I just want to throw that out for you. Thank you. I appreciate that because our friends kind of quit talking to us. Um, Uh, You know, they didn't didn't know what to say, and so they just – we really didn't have a ton of support. Uh, Everybody just kind of thought he was horrible and uh, did horrible things. But what was in the paper wasn't always what was true. Right. And yeah, I've so seen that, that was a little frustrating. Yeah. It, so it was always true. I want to ask you if if like I I know there have been times when this has happened to people that I know and love and I really did not know what would you know, you know me, I'll talk about anything, but I was afraid to say anything because I didn't want to make it worse by saying something that would hurt accidentally. So tell me now so for the future I'll have confidence when I speak up. Tell me what kind of things your your dear friends, like what things did people say that actually did make it better, did that, that helped you? I had a dear friend who said to me, who, who would pray with me, and she would call to see if I was okay. 
you know, or can yeah. I go into the courtroom with you and support you? And that was important mm-hmm. to have support in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. And so th- that was wonderful. And this is one thing that she said that I will never forget. And this was kind of my takeaway for today, but I'll say it now. Yeah. Uh, she said, she said, remember that God loves your son more than you do. Mm. And God loves your son, loves Rusty more than you do. And I, I just never forgot that. And no matter what I saw, whether it was leg chains, the handcuffs, the bulletproof glass, the mm-hmm. black and white striped suit, whatever I saw, I just kept remembering, God, thank you that you love Rusty more than I do. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. That's a sweet it, prayer. It, 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 it was, it was a, that's a wonderful thing to say to a friend who's going Actually, through a hard time. That's a great prayer really when your when your kid decides to play in the potty or you know pull, <laughs> pull the Kool Aid out and spill it all over the floor or whatever. I mean that's just a great thing hey, to the, say. Thank you, Lord, that you love this kid more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Those kind of things are so small compared to what it can be. And yeah. um, I think back, why was I you know upset at those little things when it. Everything got so big. Well, I, so, I don't want to run out of time. I want people to know the end of the story because it's not finished yet. We, we have come to the happily ever after, and it's not even over yet. So tell me a little bit about this ministry he started now that and, and how he got out of prison, how that went. Well, he sat in our local jail looking at 7 to 14 years in prison, and he uh, he just, he just that's where God met him. He he accepted Christ while he was in cell 121. Oh, that's such and, a blessing. And yeah, I mean, God, did, you know, met him there. He met him where he was at, and that was always an encouragement to me. And um, so he was waiting nine months. His court dates kept getting delayed, delayed, delayed. We couldn't figure out what was going on. Finally, after nine months, he got before the judge for sentencing. He hadn't even started his term yet. Mm-hmm. And he, the judge looked at him and said, Rusty, we've reduced the charges, mm. and we, be- we believe you served all your time. You're free to go. <gasps> wow, what a miracle. Yeah, it was a miracle. It was a miracle. And that nine months he was in, in cell 121, he was birthing the whole ministry. He mm. had it all written out on paper about how he could open up homes and programs for people coming out of uh, prison, so they can wow. transition back into society, and that's what he's doing today. It's called. I'm he did a 180, and it's called the 180. Okay, so the name of his ministry. I really want to get that out on the air in case anybody has picked this up, and this is why they need this information. It's called. Is it spelled like the numerical 180, or is it like spelled out like one o n e? Yeah, it's it's the words 180.org. Okay, one. So it's all all letters. One eighty dot org. Dot org. So okay, so that's O N E E I G H T Y dot org. Okay, and and what they're doing is so it's really revolutionary. I mean, it's such it's such common sense, but it's working. It is working. It's it's a nine month to a year program. It's recognized in the court systems now. It's known nationally. Uh, from coast to coast, and uh, they just had so much success. It, it's just a beautiful thing. It's it's something I never, I knew he was a godly leader, so uh, just never imagined it looking like this. It's beautiful. Wow, it's and so crazy. Well, the now, sad thing is, how many years have, has it been? 
Well, that was, uh, it's been nine, ten years okay. now. So they have a men's home, women's home. They have transitional affordable housing. Wow. Because if you have a felony charge, you can't even rent an apartment. It's really challenging. And he mm. ran into that. Even having a successful ministry when he went to get married, he couldn't get an apartment because he had a felony charge. Mm. So he so he buys houses and, and uh, fixes them up for, for people to rent. And um, it's it's huge. It's uh, They're in the heart of a kind of a low-poverty area. Uh, they reach into the schools as well because they believe that they can prevent someone from going from, to prison. That's even better. So they have outreaches into the schools and sports events, and it's just amazing. amazing. They have yeah. over 70 churches that are working with them because they need a lot of volunteers and financial support. So everybody's wow. on board. It's great. That's so beautiful. I, I think I interrupted you. So you started to say the sad thing was, and I, I guess it had to do with um, uh, oh. obstacles. The sad thing is his office gets about 70 applications a week of people coming out of prison that need a program to go to. And, you know, they can only, I think they have room right now for 25 or 30 men and about the same for the women. So that's, that tears his heart out because they can only accept so many people, you know, right now. So it's, it's a big need. So it's, it's, a it's big need for that. Twi- twice as much need as, okay, wow. Or more. That's really a great place to end this this episode on. I want you to come back and I want you to tell me all the things you've learned. I want to know more about what our churches can do to help families that find themselves in this situation. As Christian brothers and sisters, how can we minister to our friends? And then also in the family itself, maybe you can talk to me a little bit about how siblings and parents and grandparents and all the rest of the family can support you. But we have to close off this episode. So will you come back and do another segment with me? I would love to. I would love to come back. Thank you. Well, we're going to do one with your wisdom in it. And in the meantime, if you want to hear more from Lori, don't forget she's a great speaker. So I don't want to forget to mention that she actually trains other people to speak. She's that good. So you can find her at Lori, L-O-R-I, Baruff, B-O-R-U-F-F dot com. And also, I want to thank you for joining us today. I want to tell you that Home Instead makes these episodes possible. I'm so grateful for all they do for seniors to care for those people we love that are uh, more older and and wiser than us and want to in. Uh, continue in their independence and home instead makes that possible for families so we're really grateful to for what they do for us and for the elders in our community so you can join us at camp crafty fireside talk radio anytime and find more of our podcasts online or at my website thank you for joining us we really appreciate you Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh, Johnny and Keith.